0: It. gaming
1: gaming
0: gaming drop, gaming. drop gaming hello welcome to episode 37 of the Drop Bear gaming podcast We are back after a mini hiatus yet again <laughs> and uh, yet again we do not have a Lucas with us but we do have a Susie hello and a Tim.
2: Hello, all. (laughs) And
1: others.
2: (laughs) Well, all all and others. Yeah. Sweet. (laughs) Some people aren't part of all. That's alright.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I hope you all missed us, because you should have. You should have. I mean, really. If you haven't been scratching holes in your arms, going, where's the next DBG episode? You're not doing it right. Um, We're a bit... Um uh, don't have the best agenda to go by on this one but uh we are we'll talking
2: as- about games people
0: yeah games mostly we do yeah so yeah. we we might as well start with um what we've been playing and i guess uh start with i'm going to throw it to susie
1: <laughs> um i've been boring again um i started well i attempted to play the first silent hill on um PlayStation and that didn't last too long Um, so otherwise um, yeah that's that's probably the most time I've spent focused on a on one game at at any given time Uh, probably the last two weeks so that was interesting Um, what else
0: I, I started playing Silent Hill the other day as well and I played it for about 10 minutes and then some flying bat thing killed me. I was like, oh, I'm over this.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that pretty much happened to me as well. I can't get used to those controls.
2: Yeah, exactly. Nothing I, was I can like, do about it. I was like, you how know, the fuck do I do this? You need to play it like a... I think the art of playing survival horrors may have been lost because really you shouldn't fight anything unless you have to. Run. Always run. Just run away from the flying bats
0: makes sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough.
1: That seems to be the advice that I've been given um, when it comes to playing things like that. Don't attract attention and keep walking. So,
2: Don't make eye contact. <laughs> Smile, <laughs> nod, back away slowly.
0: That's a, that's a life lesson there, people. Just do not make contact. Keep your head but down I, and just I keep walking.
1: did, in fact, watch the watched the Silent Hill film, um, I probably should have spent that time actually playing something, because it's probably two hours of my life I won't get back, but that's probably a fair fair thing to say. It was pretty it awful. That, no,
2: it wasn't that bad. It was pretty bad. It had some a couple of nice moments, but yes, overall, it is bad.
1: Some nice, but... Um, I guess, in short, it's not – you're better off playing the games because, number one, it's not even actually accurate as far as the storyline goes. Um, Pyramid Head's in it, which is stupid because he's in the second game and pivotal to the second game only. And, um, yeah, they added a whole bunch of characters in it that weren't in the game and, I don't know. Like Sean
2: Bean doing something irrelevant, as uh, Yahtzee said. Yeah.
1: So, I guess, essentially, if you know the games, you're going to be upset. If you don't know the games, you're going to wonder what the fuck this horror film is all about. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty much it. Um, Although, while we're recording, I am actually looking at... I have heard a lot about this Halloween Horror Nights that's going on. Uh, Universal Studios, it's about to happen. They have a Silent Hill attraction. Oh, that's good. It's good. Seriously, look at pictures of it. Really? Yeah, it's good. They've got really? a Resident Evil part to it. They've got a Walking Dead part to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah right. So that's so what it it's is. Done like you can walk through and and see things. And then
2: Pyramid comes in and takes your head off with a giant
1: blade. Um, maybe, maybe not because I think they're probably going to try and make it more survivable.
2: Accurate yeah,
1: and not. Calling bullshit. That didn't happen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Scarab Beetles. Hey, it worked for the mummy. Let's put him in Silent Hill. Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, look, to, to be fair, there were some nice parts to it. Pretty much the end for a few reasons because it was over. But, um, no, it did It did actually have a nice ending to it. That sort I, I of like the nice. font
2: of the end credits.
1: <laughs> actually, the end credits were done really nicely. I thought <laughs> <laughs> they were actually quite stylish. <laughs> but, um, yeah, other than that, I'm going to stick to playing games, not watching film abda- adaptations.
0: What about Tomb Raider? <laughs>
1: oh, look. Tomb Raider was a bit of fun. I'm not sure how accurate it is to the storyline in the games at all.
2: As a woman in her blue tank top shorts with guns, although she doesn't kill any wildlife, I don't believe, in the movie because uh, the NCA or whatever it is probably wouldn't like that very much. And in the games, she kills a fuck ton of wildlife. Yeah, that's true.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I never really played... Um, Tomb Raider, because I didn't get a PlayStation till last year, so <laughs> that could have something to do with it. Um, the only
0: other I- one I can think of is like Resident Evil. What other game movies have there been? There's been fucking tons. I know All
1: the Yubi
2: Ball ones, and then there was the one that. Um, oh, Street Fighter. Ah, Street Fighter. I don't know. One of the best video game bits in a film—that's not the whole film—was in Jackie Chan's City Hunter, which is a a manga, I believe. And it's a pretty poor film, but there is a bit where Jackie Chan and some villain turn into Street Fighter characters temporarily, and uh, he makes a great Chun Li. (laughs) And he does the jumping up and down and batting of his eyelids and everything, and they do it in fast forward, so it looks like it's you know like the like the game. So uh, that was hilarious. That was quite hilarious. Uh, that I, that is the best video game related film thing in existence. So uh, that's where the bar is, folks.
1: Oh, yeah, nice.
2: Fair enough. Um,
0: I don't know what we were talking about now.
1: <laughs> film adaptations. Um, Prince of Persia was based on the game, wasn't it?
0: Uh, yeah, vaguely. I didn't mind that Prince of Persia movie. To be honest, it
1: was
2: good fun. It it, it was it didn't really have to be Prince of Persia. I don't really think they won anything by you could have called it anything um generic quasi period action film, but it was good fun yeah i agree it was nice
0: here we go i'm going to wikipedia since we're on the topic
1: There's... super mario brothers oh yeah Wow, oh,
0: that was a fucking sure. disaster wasn't it <laughs> oh. i was
1: too young it was probably awesome when i was um <laughs> what year was at 91
0: yeah i'm pretty, I'm pretty yeah. sure i liked it when i was a kid
1: yeah, I, I was I if it came out in ninety one I, w- I would have been five. So oh, I probably would have thought
2: Payne. it was cool. Yeah, Max Payne's the one the Marky Payne. Mark was in, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was yeah. okay, I guess. I don't really remember it that much.
2: Yui Ball made um freaking Dungeon Siege movie. I don't even ask me how the fuck you do that. Mm. Oh check this well... out. Upcoming slash announced.
0: Untitled Tomb Raider Reboot, Mortal Kombat, Metal Gear Solid, Assassin's Creed, Devil May Cry, De- Deus Ex, Human Revolution Adaptation, Uncharted Drake's Fortune, second Hitman film, and Halo Fall of Reach.
1: Yawn. I also heard they're making a World of Warcraft film.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Too jokes come to mind, and you know what? I'm not going to say any of them.
1: No. Um,
0: Mr. I- Pandaria comes out next week. That's the new expansion, and you can play as a panda. For what?
1: Oh yeah, what for Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Oh god. Um, I always wanted them to do like a film based on the Fallout um, universe origins, yeah, nice. whatever it is, and um, then part of me doesn't want it because I don't want that to be spoiled by some. I don't I – don't, yeah, I don't want to see Miley Cyrus cast or – you know, I mean, like, if Lady Gaga was cast, well, you know, she kind of fits in almost because there are a few eccentric characters in the wasteland. But I'm sorry, if, unless it's got um, – actually, no one's good enough for it, to be honest.
2: I was thinking Lonesome Road could make a really good film, but then it's such a great experience. Yeah, you really couldn't do it. Um, you couldn't do it in injustice, so. No. Mm. They
1: could Other make one. it.
2: They could make a film out of Tetris. It'd be a uh, heart. Don't,
1: I was just about to say
2: that. A heartwarming, emotional human tale.
1: What about Peggle. Spar- Peggle's movie.
2: <laughs> Sparked with comedy and addiction.
1: And then move it on to Broadway. Peggle the musical.
2: And I don't know. I'm pretty sure that sort of thing's been done. Silent Hill the musical. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there should be a Plants vs. Zombies movie. Hey, hey it's see, talented. now you're talking. You, you, you're destined for Hollywood, Matt. You, you just, you've got all the makings of a, uh, of a properties manager. Yeah,
0: exactly. I, it doesn't surprise me that Metal Gear Solid was on that list, though, because like, every sort of game is, is a fucking movie <laughs> in itself. <laughs> it's about 10 movies.
2: Yeah, once they start fishing David Cage's background for uh, film ideas, that's when I think you've got to worry. Oh, yeah, the Heavy Rain movie ab- adaptation.
0: Mm. Oh, wait, that
1: can't <laughs> <be a movie. laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Actually, sorry, I stand corrected. I did play Heavy Rain. Yes. But yeah. I just blocked it. I blocked it out. So that's why it didn't come to mind when I thought, what have I been playing? Yeah, nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah no, that I mean it...
1: That pretty much sums it up.
0: It's a bit of a... I mean, it sold fairly well. I yeah. think it sold like a million, two million copies or something, which
2: is like mm. it's not fucking Mario numbers, but it's decent. Decent enough for him to keep getting money. And um, I will say this: as batshit crazy as David Cage is, not all of his ideas are bad. I don't think. I there think was so needs. much
1: more. It should have that should have gone back in the oven and yeah. another two years.
0: Well, like was, I've always it's like said, a George Lucas syndrome. He he needs more people there to like be like, yeah, good idea. But how about this?
2: He needs two things. He needs a producer, someone who will keep him disciplined, and he needs a dialogue editor. Like a lot of games need dialogue editors. But I I feel like, you know, he says, "Oh, you know, I'm going to do this great idea," and everyone goes, "Just yeah, okay, guy, let's um let's code that in." Where you know he needs someone who he respects. But someone savvy enough and smart enough to go, no, actually, that's where the line is. And if you cross it, you go into absurdity and, you, and your game loses power. Um, and I, I think, look, if he had that, he could actually do something quite remarkable rather than uh, a sort of middling, average, bizarre experience that has its moments of brilliance because even Fahrenheit, I think, had, had some really nice bits in it um, that were quite enjoyable. And, and they're memorable too. They're memorable in my game playing history. So Who knows?
1: Mm. It was pretty um, flat. Oh. <laughs> it was it was very flat. So yeah, not. I wasn't as happy with it. Like I'd read mixed things about it. Some people said it was awesome. Some people said it was probably the worst written game in modern times. Um, yeah. I probably. I felt like it wasn't. It wasn't a game. I felt like I wasn't playing a game. It was just. Because all it is is quick time events and moving your stick. It's not – it wasn't really a game as far as I was concerned. It was just push a button.
2: Follow the instructions. I won't really weigh into the whole is it a game sphere, but I guess what leads people to that kind of thought is, I guess, how translatable your participation is. Because for me, Dear Esther is definitely a game and yet – on the surface, it seems that your participation is almost not at all. But I understand why you get that sentiment because, in the end, it feels like a lot of your inputs were actually point pointless and meaningless, uh, and and they can feel unnecessary. Whereas you play another game, it might be an FPS or something, and it, and it's just as linear, and you know, just as many things don't change, and yet you still feel like you're actually participating a whole lot more. So. Mm. I think he doesn't know where to draw the line between opening doors and drinking orange juice and putting things down and, you know, some of that becomes – Using ice noise. puffer. Yeah. Yeah. Some of that I think becomes, <laughs> becomes white noise, you know, and it detracts from a focused and disciplined experience.
1: Yeah, but some of the stuff in it was just why? Why is that even there? That's not even mm-hmm. that's not even relevant at all, and that's just been thrown in for time. And then change, I play change a baby's go.
0: diaper. Did you do that?
1: Well, yeah, of course. I did pretty much every interactive thing in every room I went to that I could. Um, there wasn't really much else, but I mean. Yeah, you know, in the whole sort of shaking the controller um, type thing, you know, I was probably more concerned that, you know, trying to shake the controller so much that my boobs were going to come up and hit me in the face at one point.
2: Interactive gaming.
1: <laughs> it just wasn't enough. Yes, I'm shaking it. I'm shaking it. Ow. <laughs>
2: the, um, the PS4 <laughs> and the new Xbox will actually have uh, boob sensors for men and women, you know, and uh, <laughs>
1: yes.
0: the
2: more you dig- no, that that's a, that is a crass joke. I can't believe that made it onto this fine, reputable show.
1: Seriously, if you if you have a rack, wear three bras to play Heavy Rain.
2: <laughs> you know what? That's the review. Three bras out of game. That's or just
0: like get like a I don't know, like a restricting bandage and just wrap it up. Wrap that shit up, yo.
2: <laughs> have you played it, man? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I didn't have boob jiggling problems, but.
1: (laughs) What, no (laughs) moobs? Oh,
0: there's moobs, they just weren't jiggling. (laughs) Actually, back when I played that game, I probably didn't have boobs, so. Yeah, right. Oh, man, if I could go back (laughs) to the days when heavy rain came out, life was so simple back then. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I feel like we should try and move along.
1: (laughs) Sorry. What What are you
0: playing, brother? Uh, what have I been playing? Well, I haven't been playing a lot. Uh, had I played Darksiders 2 when we last recorded? I, I don't
2: know. Uh, but i sure nobody remembers, so tell us anyway.
0: Uh, well, I really fucking liked it. So, uh, no, I didn't talk about it last time. So basically, Darksiders 2, it's Dark Siders. So if you didn't like Darksiders 1, just, you know, whatever. Um <laughs> Yeah, the you know it's a bit less linear, slightly, than the first one. Uh, The fucking soundtrack is phenomenal, in it. Just like when you you find yourself standing over and like because the environments and the art style and well, it's kind of like a World of Warcrafty kind of art style because I think one of the producers or or one of the art designers or something worked on World of Warcraft. Anyway. when you're standing on like a bridge and look, looking out at it, whatever scenery, and then the soundtrack ramps up into this like epic orchestral fucking thing, it's uh it's a pretty cool feeling, nice. and uh, the voice acting is really really good. The main character is this real cynical because he's his name's Death. Obviously, he's the the horseman of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Death. He's not just emo. Yeah, and he's just like fuck everyone you know you mean nothing to me sort of thing and um yeah he just cares about his his brother war which is the premise of the game you're trying to um you know save your brother from the what happened in the first one anyway fun game cool. i definitely reckon people should buy it because it's fucking fun it has heaps of replayability of, like, side missions and shit. And it's a pretty long game, too. I think it was, like, uh, from memory, like, 15 hours or maybe 20 hours. I think it took me 24 hours or 25 hours to finish the game, but that's because I got sidetracked a little bit with some side quests. But I skipped heaps of stuff as well, so...
2: Sounds like a Zelda game. Sounds scoped almost exactly like a Zelda game. Yeah, but it's not as... It's not as cutesy, and you don't follow around loners so that you can hook them up with these chicks in the village and stuff like you do in Zelda. I think it's more, (laughs) I think it's better than Zelda.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm probably going to cop shit from
2: Nintendo. No, but I I, I probably am inclined to agree with you because Zelda's can just feel so saccharine. Um, Mm. And I guess it's like, if you, if you enjoy the dynamics of Zelda, but you don't want everything green and flowery, and I'm not trying to say that everything has to be badass and that Zelda is bad design. Like, it, it has its charm, and, and there's some very mature and wonderful moments in Zelda, but I can appreciate that the aesthetics just might not be, mm. you know, enjoyable for some people, so Darksiders is a sort of a great alternative.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. one of the other good things about Darksiders is, is the combat in it. It's... You know, it's like God of War style brawling combat with combos and everything, and it's pretty well done, so that keeps you interested, you know, upgrading your character and stuff. If you want to know more about what I think, the review's on the site, so go read it. Uh, I've also been playing Zen Pinball 2 on the Vita and on PS3 came out, what was that, last week? Maybe the week before? It's free to download, and then you can get trials for all the tables, but you have to pay for the for the separate tables. Um, If you've had PS Plus for a while, you probably picked up the Marvel Pinball tables when they came out for free on PS Plus. Um, And any tables that you own on the PS3, including the Marvel Pinball, are automatically unlocked on the Vita version as well, and anything you buy is available on both. So I've been playing the fuck out of Zen Pinball 2. It's perfect on the Vita, and it loads super fast. So, you know... Perfect for pin pooping pinball
2: <laughs> on the go.
0: I also picked up Sleeping Dogs, and I've been playing a little bit of that. But I find it so hard to get into games lately, <laughs> to be honest, apart from pinball. And um, but <laughs> Sleeping Dogs is uh, it was originally going to be True Crime Hong Kong, yeah, and then I think Activision dropped it. Square Enix picked it up, and it became Sleeping Dogs, and it's fucking awesome. So
2: I played the demo, and I didn't like it, but that doesn't mean it's bad. I think it's just very much not my game.
0: Mm. It's yeah. it's like a G- GTA in Hong Kong, except it's much more focused on um, melee, you know, fist fighting and and kung fu and stuff.
2: <laughs> I like the level just of running detail. Around with
0: guns, yeah, yeah, and a high level of detail in the streets and alleyways of Hong Kong and things like that. So it's pretty fun. So they both came out on the same day, Dark Two and Sleeping Dogs, and I believe Dark Two outsold Sleeping Dogs by a lot, which is good for THQ. Mm. And um, yeah, Little Big Planet Vita comes out tomorrow, so I'll be should be getting a review copy of that. So um, look for my review on the site for that. But I've heard that it's very well suited for the portable unit, so that'll be good. And that's what I've been playing. Oh no, I played the FIFA 13 demo as well. I'm getting a review copy of that because fucking FIFA is awesome. <laughs> it, it controls heaps better than FIFA 12. There's like better dribbling control, better touch, just like first touches as you run up and get the ball, you know. Depending on the skill level of the player, it's a lot more complex and involved. And the computer players. Read plays better. So, because obviously in FIFA you can only control one player at a time. And so, like, if you start on a run, the the players flanking you, like the wingmen, wing guys, or whatever the fuck you call them, the other players sort of run ahead and move around to stay on side and get into position better than they did in FIFA 12, which is makes it a lot uh, just a lot more fun and easy to play. Not maybe not easy, but um. Less frustrating when you try to kick a through ball pass and the fucking dude isn't there because he's just stopped running for no reason.
2: I've never, ever been able to play those sorts of games, any kind of sports games, where there's a whole bunch of dudes on your team because, yeah, I just don't understand how you set anything up when, especially with something like soccer, the receiving player is so much more important than than the, the kicking. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, well, but like that's
0: cool. Passing in it has been improved as well. So, and, like, once you learn the controls, like, you can hold hold down the RB or R1 on the PS3 to get you, you know, another player to run run on sort of thing for you. And also, um, the old 1-2 pass, where you, like, pass it to someone and they pass it back to you, if you do that, the so when you pass the ball, it automatically gives you control of the receiving player. And the one who's just passed it continues running ahead, so that okay. you can pass it through to him as well. So, like, it opens up plays like that more okay. automatically. It's, yeah, every year it gets better. It's no surprise that FIFA fucking sells millions of copies every year. Yeah, especially in Europe. <laughs> yeah, because they just are, they're just like, not like Call of Duty, where each one's like, eh, it's Call of Duty. <laughs> oh. But, you know, I mean, it's, oh, yeah, it's just soccer, but, you know every time they tighten up the, the different controls and different make it you know more realistic and whatever. It's, yeah. And there's lots cool. of... Because like, I always play it with my mate, Corey, and he just fucking dominates me. So I'm kind of oh. used to losing. <laughs> <laughs> but I still I still have fun. And if worst comes to worst, like half-time I'm losing 4-0, I just start slide-tackling these guys and try to break their legs. <laughs> see, see how many people I can get red-carded. But anyway... Right. Yeah, no, FIFA 13 comes out next week, and that will be awesome. So, Tim, what have you
2: been playing? Uh, uh, Well, Machinarium came out for free on PSN Plus, so I grabbed that, and it's been out for PC forever, and it is an aesthetically beautiful game. The visuals are beautiful, and the sound design and the music is fantastic. It's a point-and-click adventure, I guess. You click where you want to move to, you click on things to interact with them. Does that translate well on the PS3 with the controller instead of a mouse? It's pretty easy like the mouse would make it faster and slightly less frustrating but it, it just takes a little bit longer and I, I don't think that's a bad thing you get across here that you control with your analog stick so it's like you have a cursor and it obviously just moves it tracks to where you want to point it mm. also when you hit the inventory button it zooms you know it, that snaps immediately up to your inventory so you can get to your your items quite quickly so it is a, an item combining point and click adventure and um as beautiful as it is, I guess it suffers this, the, the, from the same um, caveat as pretty much all point-and-click adventures, where you're not entirely sure why you do certain things, and you end up wiping over the screen to find the thing that you need to click on, and almost all of your solutions come from trial and error. It's just, you know, whether you nail it on the first time because it's easy to understand, or whether it takes a couple of tries, and you end up grabbing every item you get sometimes, and Clicking on everything to see whether something happens. So, mm. I guess it's if it weren't for the aesthetics and it weren't for the sound design and, and music, I, I really wouldn't be compelled to play it more at all um as a theme though like the, uh, the there's a couple of themes i think at play but the one of the nicest and most charming things about it is the the solutions to most of your longer term problems are about helping other robots and that's really nice it's kind of like chibi robo if anyone ever played that on uh, gamecube crickets because nobody even knows what that game is but um but, <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's about helping the others and there's sort of these villains who are bad and all they do is take things from people and beat them up and stuff. So I imagine it's it's heading somewhere in that direction. But um, mm. re, yeah, nice, minimal, uh kind of semi-electronic soundtrack. Um, yeah, it's really, it's very charming. And for free, you know, you can't really ask for more. Yeah, I'll, I'll, after we finish recording, I'll set that to download
0: and yeah. get amongst it. I um, I, I don't know, I have problems with games that have curses on the ps3 because like trine 2 i played the original Uh, trine on pc PC? yeah because i got it on steam for like three bucks and then i thought i'll get it on ps i'll get the second one on ps3 because i I think it was free on ps plus one month and um yeah like one of your characters is a thief you shoot like a grappling hook Mm. and in the pc because you can move the mouse so quickly it's it's a lot faster and easier. But um, yeah, it's it's just heaps easier with a mouse to control um, where your grappling hook goes and it makes it a lot faster playing when you need to time things right and things like that. It doesn't translate too well with the controller, although I've heard people say, trying to on the PS3 is fucking awesome. So,
2: whatever's <laughs> Yeah, Imaginarium is more or less point and click. I don't think there's really any time-based... Um, puzzles or any kind of platforming or action in it so yeah it shouldn't be a problem it, it's it's fairly nice I don't really have a problem with with having a cursor mm. and in,
0: well there you go pick it up if you want yeah if you don't if you don't want <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, look if you're on PSN plus it's definitely worth having a look at um, for free because it is a gorgeous yeah for free it's it's a beautiful and gorgeous game and the music the minimal music really really appeal to me Um so yes. Uh, other than that, I've spent a, f- a fair bit of a bit of time on uh, Battlefield 3 Armored Kill on Xbox, and yeah, it's great. I'm not very good at it, but the maps are amazing. I've only um, played
0: it on one map, that um, tank whatever, and um, tank supremacy. Yeah. Is it what else is in the DLC? I mean, apart from the new maps and stuff, is there any new weapons or anything like that?
2: No, no new weapons, but all new vehicles. Um, so you, there is a, I don't know, C-130 equivalent. They just call it a gunship, I think, uh, which circles around. It can be brought down. It can't be piloted. So it's just automatically on tracked circles. And I think your first flares when someone tries to shoot AAHU at you, uh, are automatic as well. Um, so there is that. I found that it's right. very... In rush mode, it's extremely difficult to defend. Um, it's probably not impossible because I have done it, or, or you know, the team I've been on has done it. But um, uh, and and uh, con- conversely, you know, attacking, I have failed. But usually, uh, only once each time. Usually, the attacking team tends to tends to um, win it. But I think it just probably requires a bit of a, a adaption of of strategy, etc. Mm. Um, the maps are freaking huge; like they are just so big. Um, and kind of re- remind me a little bit of, I think, Harvest Day on Bad Company 2 was, was the real big one. So, yeah, definitely worth checking out, I think.
0: Yes, which you get for free with premium, if you have premium. Yes. Which everyone it's should have at Disney this man. point. Yeah, you can get Battlefield <laughs> yeah. 3 on the disc with premium for fucking less than it costs to buy premium. Mm. so if you haven't got Battlefield 3 yet i would suggest you do that because it's fucking yeah. awesome
2: or don't if you're not into that <laughs> there are new there are new smaller more agile tanks which yeah is what you get a lot of in tank supremacy tank supremacy is where you have one uh objective sort of like rush uh, sorry, sort conquest. of like CQ, yeah. Conquest. But you've got one objective in the middle that you have to capture and, and pretty much hold and everyone's rolling, rolling around in tanks. So it, it's that sort of mayhem.
0: Yeah, so you um, just go engineer or what is it? Is it engineer that gets anti-tank mines? Yes. And just plant them and, all and you the can fuck around your, there.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and you can repair your tanks as well. Um, the, there's a couple of other vehicles too. You get a uh, uh, this, oh, what is it? What am I trying to say? Mortars, I think. Um, it's a missile battery so you, you point it at something a long way off and you shoot a, a volley of missiles and oh. sort of sprays the whole area. What I like about them is that the maps are very, very vertical uh, especially I apologise, I don't know the names of any of them, but the one that's up in the snow where you end up up on a peak um, is extremely vertical and it's a Nice change. Like, I, f- I find Caspian Border in Core to be very flat. Like, it, okay, I know there's, there's a little bit of verticality on the way, but it still more or less feels like a, a straight line sweeping across a more or less flat uh, gradient. So mm. the maps are definitely worth it. Um, no matter what you think about premium, a lot of effort has gone into this, and, and they're amazing to, to jump into and play. Excellent.
0: We need to play some more Battlefield 3 soon. Now that yeah. now that I'm playing
2: games again, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else have you been playing? I got a couple of old games back. Uh, one of them was Amp Three, and the other one was Mini Ninjas. Mini Ninjas is really charming. It's a very easy game, but uh, I, I'll just love. What the are you playing it on? Mini Ninjas uh, Xbox. Because I have a feeling I bought Mini Ninjas
0: on DS for one of Luke's kids.
2: Yeah, very similar. I think. I think. Yeah. yeah and the look is probably quite similar. Um I'm fairly certain you can get it on Wii as well. It it's not a poly push game and yet the design is beautiful. So uh it's not about being challenging, it's just very cute. And you know, all the all the enemies turn into animals because, you know, so nothing really dies and that sort of thing. And it can seem a little bit kiddy, but it's just charming. And um, it's fun to play and to run around in in the world. Uh, Amp3, I first played a long time ago. And I think um, I bought it on a punt because it, it got this really weird, quirky review probably back when I was reading NTSC UK. And uh, I bettered it up again. And I number one, the... The gameplay dynamics are fantastic, like doing tricks, et cetera, are just brilliant. Um, and the open, the open mountains just feel massive. And, you know, I know that SSX is a different thing. And I do actually enjoy SSX, but I sort of like not having red spray paint on the snow and, you know, fireworks going off every time you, you do a jump, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. So I did. So I did something I used to always do, and put on some chill out music and just board down uh, a mountain, and that was great fun. But uh, the other thing about it is that, the, okay, what most people take away from Amp Three is, is it's the weirdest thing. Is it has a story, like as you progress through, you know, unlock each area, you know, there is this very bizarre and just fantastically spastic story, with just insane cutscenes and <laughs> uh, and meta references like you wouldn't believe, like the the introduction to each chapter, there are five chapters, always pays homage to an 8-bit game. Um, You know, Mario, Castlevania, Mega Man, and it's just... That, that sort of thing just was not being done, and I realized that it feels so much before its time. I don't think it sold terribly well, and I'm pretty sure that any studio involved with it's probably been folded several times. But, um, you know, if it had been released now, maybe with one or two modifications and you know, references, etc., it just the meta humor is hilarious, and you, it's, a, it's a freaking snowboard game, you just don't expect that at all. So uh, yeah, I, I really really like it. It's actually one of my favourite games of all time. And uh, not that I ever really hunt for achievements, but I have all of them bar two. One of them you have to get gold medals for everything, which is never going to happen. And the other one is about you can sort of place your own objects on pretty much any of the slopes, and you have to place two hundred objects to get that achievement. So yeah, it, it's it's great. It's surprisingly great. If you find it for fiver, uh, you know, for a fiver in a bargain bin, you should just buy it and play it. It's a strange experience.
0: Mm. Well, That's pretty much me. There you go. You know, I know a game that Susie's been playing and uh, I'm going to call her out on it because I want to hear about it. Transformers Fall of Cybertron? Is that what it's called?
1: Um, Yeah, but I, I haven't actually played it yet. Oh, I bought it, but I haven't gotten around to um actually sitting down and playing it.
0: Oh, fair enough. I heard it has yeah. Dinobots. Yes. So that's cool. <laughs>
1: very true. No, um basically because there's been so much going on, very little time to do very much lately. Mm. Um I'm more or less just waiting for the right opportunity to sit down with it and play it through without without distraction, without Yeah. um Having you know interruptions, etc. So, I do have it. Stop
0: interrupting her. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, Actually, one other thing I've been playing is League of Legends. I just oh I just started looking at that because a friend of mine is really big into it, and I thought I'm going to see if that works on my computer. And it turns out it's almost exactly my type of game. So. Hopefully I don't fall into a pit of addiction with that one.
2: Isn't it, it's PvP WoW pretty much, for free?
0: Uh, it's like, um, more like a PvP, it's like a PvP RTS style, Dota, you know?
2: Ah, uh, okay.
0: Yeah, so um, you get a character and you've got to, you and like I guess three other people play against another four people and you've got to try to get into the enemy's base and, and destroy it. And meanwhile, each base is spawning minions that run ahead and attack for you. And uh, you've got to use several different strategies to try and dominate the other team and, you know, unlock abilities for your characters and unlock different characters and all that kind of thing. I'm only, by saying I've been playing it, I've played the two tutorial levels, so (laughs) I'm not, you know, if anyone out there is a League of Legends fan hearing this and they're going, you're fucking wrong, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyone else played anything want to talk about nope Uh, no fair enough Um, well I suppose we don't have to go on too much longer Um, there's a new PS3 been announced at Tokyo Game Show today it's coming in a 12 gigabyte and a 500 gigabyte model Uh, I think
2: I I isn't isn't the whole hard drive size in a PS3 totally pointless considering that basically I just got the smallest capacity possible and then bought a 500 gig drive and chucked it in. Like yeah, exactly. I, I think that's a good thing. Well I think that that's a really good thing. It's good to have yeah. the
0: options at retail because a lot of people are dumb or well, not dumb yeah, just right. ignorant I guess. <laughs> not in a bad way just like you know they don't know or what do you what do you want to call it naive they don't know that you can yeah. do that because who the fuck mm-hmm. reads the manual? But um the 12 gig oh, one yeah. the twelve gig one comes with a, a slot to put in your own hard drive, so presumably, I don't know if that means it's replacing the 12, you can replace the 12 gig or you have another hard drive as well as the 12 gig. I don't know mm-hmm. if the PS3 is capable of having two hard drives, but that's what the press release today said. Um, it's this new super slim model. It's got a, you know how they made the slim PS2, which had the little um, pop top, disk tray instead of a slide-out disk tray. Yep. I think it's that. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know if anything's been upgraded in it, like the network capabilities or anything like that, because that would be a smart idea. Uh,
2: uh, but Sony usually don't upgrade their consoles, don't they just take shit out of it?
0: Yeah, of Is it
2: that harsh?
0: No, that, that, was, harsh. that was true.
2: <laughs> Look, I, I don't know Sony... Yeah, they do have a uh, a habit of doing that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. I was actually hoping they were going to announce the PS4 because at the Tokyo Game Show, but I guess a new skew of the fucking PS3 is going to have to do. Because, you know, if the Xbox 720 and PS4 are slated, like, are, sorry, not slated, are rumoured to be coming out next Christmas, right? You would think... Like, when can they announce them? Because I feel like E3 next year is too... It's not I don't know, enough for the hype train.
2: I, I don't even know. I don't even know whether... I I don't actually think anybody has set it firmly in place. Number one, none of them regard Nintendo as a competitor. Number two, too much is happening in the world of technology. Um, SSD drives are dropping in price because they're finally becoming common. And... Everybody is testing alternative methods of distribution. Kickstarter is a thing, you know. Um, uh, indie bundles and and what's happening with PC is a thing. Everyone's wondering what Valve's doing. Uh, I think at the moment, um, bets are being hedged. Is is what yeah. I will say. I yeah.
0: like. I have a feeling because you hear more and more about you know. Oh, we've got you know different developers have got the things to work on already, and there's games like Watch Dogs that was announced at E3 that's going to be next-gen and amongst other games that you hear about and you think, oh, that's got to be a next-gen game. Um, They announced a new Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes. Hideo Hideo Kojima, Hideo Kojima, whatever, making a new Metal Gear Solid game even though he
2: said, I'm never making another one. Yeah, right. And then someone said, hey, we'll give you in this million dollars. (laughs) And he said, "Uh, yeah, sure. I'll totally go back on what I said.
0: No problem. Sweet. So that'll be awesome. I reckon... If that's not a launch title on the PS4, then there's someone fucking stupid in charge at Sony because that will sell units like a mofo. Um, Speaking of the Wii U, by the way, oh, because what I'm thinking is like if it's Christmas next year, they announce it at E3, that's like a Nintendo trick to announce it and then release it within six months because normally Sony and, and Microsoft are like, hey, we have this thing like Project Natal, Connect is this thing a year later it comes out or was that a year later I don't know the Vita was announced like a year before it came out Mm. so anyway the Wii U has a price has two prices there's two models and a a release date I don't know any of them (laughs) (laughs) it's coming out at some point so if you want one get it Bayonetta 2 is it an exclusive yeah excited
2: I am excited, and Project uh, P100 from Platinum Games. Mm. That's going to be rad. Those two games alone make me want to buy one. Here we go. I don't give I don't give a fuck about the controller and what it does and whatever. Those two games are going to be brilliant. 348 and
0: 428 are the two prices according to EB Games. Aus- Australian dollars. Australian dollars. 348 uh, a- gets you an 8 gigabyte console with one gamepad, an HDMI cable included. Fucking hell, mate. That's unusual. And 4.28 gets you the 32 gig one, a sensor bar, a stand, a gamepad, charging cradle for the gamepad, Nintendo Land software, a bunch of other crap. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to shell out that much cash just yet. Yeah. It's a bit...
0: I mean... Like, when they announce things like Bayonetta 2, and it's like, well, this is going to be an exclusive, it's like, it's obviously them going, yes, seriously, we want to do hardcore games now. Please believe
2: us. It's very niche, though. Like, Bayonetta is still probably not as popular as Devil May Cry, and to me, Bayonetta shits all over it. It's just a superior (laughs) game, but... Devil May Cry
0: has the legacy behind it, I guess.
2: Yeah. But... um. Uh, Yeah, as far as play goes, Bayonetta is is pretty much cream of the crop, but uh, it's a very narrow group of of people who are fans. (laughs) I Um, I
0: think Bayonetta, the original, I think it sold 1.5 million across all consoles or both consoles. Mm. So, yeah, niche is the word there. Mm.
2: (laughs) That being said... A lot of people have said that now that Bayonet is getting a sequel, Vanquish might get a sequel and that'll make me happy too. Mm. So, yes. Oh, My- never know. Microsoft
0: renewed the license for Killer Instinct as well. Really? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat did great, so they probably went, we need to fucking do one. What What fighting games haven't been resurrected from the fucking ashes?
2: Oh, Killer Instinct. <laughs> It'll sell on nostalgia for sure.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it'll sell as well as Mortal Kombat, because, I mean, Mortal Kombat is fucking Mortal Kombat. Shit's awesome. For mm-hmm. so, man-babies like me who like to see things get ripped apart. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Wii U, that's a thing. I don't know. I've got this guy on my Facebook. He's just like, prepare for the coming of the Wii U. It's Nintendo's fucking... Nintendo will rule the world... I'm just like, dude,
2: you need to settle the fuck down. (laughs) You're out of control, dude. He's obviously a fanboy. The proof will always be in the games for every platform.
0: Yeah. Look at the Vita. Fucking amazing piece of hardware. But... Oh, and a great launch line up. And then just like months with nothing. Mm. And then they're fucking... Like half the games, more than half of the games coming out on the Vita in the rest of this year are just ports of games on the PS3. Like, Sly Cooper 4 is going to be on the Vita and, and the PS3. You're going to have cross-saves. Like, that's the, the upside of it. You can play cross-save where you save it to the cloud and then play on your handheld.
2: But they need games that you can't get anywhere else. Otherwise, they're not going to fucking sell Vitas. They need experiences appropriate to mobile gaming, and I think that is actually one of the most difficult design challenges for anyone doing anything ever
0: that's why I send pinballs good as well because like I said loading times no one wants to fucking have loading times on a portable yeah exactly like you don't have fucking time for loading you want to pick it yeah. up and play for five or ten minutes
2: and and even the level to which you want to be engaged in what you're doing is different um I mean, I do understand that a lot of people do actually play portables at home. And I, I think you, you mentioned that before. But um, I don't know. It's still a market. I don't think I fully understand. That's fine. I, I don't mind that I don't understand it because I'm not really a DS player anymore. I got the original DS and I got some awesome import Japanese games for it. But um, it's not really something I want to do anymore. I guess I'm happy with those experiences. One of my favorites was um, Rhythm Tengoku for GBA. And yep. it's coming out on – like it's out, I think, on Wii. Um, the newest rhythm Sengoku, and it has the Japanese uh, soundtrack as well, which is just brilliant. Uh, like that's fantastic. Um, mm. Much better than the English Elite Beat Agents version of uh Dun because the Japanese Owen Duns were freaking excellent. Right? They were they were fantastic. I mean, that, for me, that was worth getting a DS for. And at the time when we were all playing Animal Crossing, but um, yeah, you're right. The Vita is a very very impressive piece of hardware. But yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I, for me, and it is a very personal, anecdotal thing, but I've absolutely no reason to buy one.
0: Yeah, and um, I think a lot of people are that same way. Like, I appreciate the cross-play stuff, like where you can save to the cloud and stuff, because I like playing games laying on my bed, and the screens, maybe it's not as good as a giant flat-screen TV, but it's a pretty fucking crystal-clear screen, and it's nice mm. to be able to, you know, whatever.
2: I think they did a good job with the analogs, though, as well. Like that, that's impressive. And uh, I think we mentioned it a couple of episodes ago. Much better than the the DS attachment. Mm. Um,
0: well, that's what, yeah. I've, that's he- wrong. I've heard the gamepad on the Wii U. The fucking right analog stick is above the face buttons. So it's gonna be. It seems like it's gonna be a real disorienting controller for. Um, <laughs> I
2: don't, I, don't, for I don't know about that.
0: Well, I mean, if you're used to action games. If you're trying to play an action game and you're used to the normal controller and you've got to keep like reaching up for the stick and also like A and B, it's I think it's yeah. A, B, X, Y, but they're in different positions to the Xbox controller. So when it pops up on the screen saying like, oh, press B and you go, oh, oh.
2: yeah, that annoyed me about the DS because in, um, oh shit, what was I thinking of? And no, and coming from the GameCube actually, because, um, A, B, X, and Y, X and Y in particular were actually great because X was sort of uh, formed a... It was like the X axis and the Y was above and it was like the Y axis and it made perfect sense and I think the DS is reverse and it shot me to tears.
0: Yeah, like why not just maintain a commonality in your controls?
2: I think because the A, B button configuration has been the same since the Game Boy. The A is on the right and the B is on the left from memory. Is that is that right for Game Boy? I don't know. I, I think it's Super Nintendo Controls. Oh, sorry, not all Game Boy. Well, yeah, or, or even normal NES. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm actually, now I'm talking out my ass because I have no idea. Yeah, me,
0: me neither. So, let's move on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the actual
2: NES controllers works.
0: Yeah, so, I don't know. Buy a Wii U if you want one. I'm probably not going to because guaranteed the PS4 and Xbox 720 are going to be expensive as fuck and I'd rather save my money for one of them. I was talking to a guy at work about it and uh, I have a feeling I'm probably, because I'm a fucking Sony fanboy, I'll probably get the PS4 over the 720 to begin with. But again, depends on the games, like you said
2: considering how number 1 this hardware generation went and number 2 the state of my finances i'm perfectly willing to wait until the second generation hardware for both um well not i mean not that sony generally i mean the the slim was a long way off but sony consoles tend to be too expensive for too long and xbox consoles the first round of them tend to be shit
0: yeah and i'm hoping that sony magically have a fucking lesson for once and mm. and, and you know do not sell it at $1,000 at launch.
2: No, I, I don't think Sony have outgrown that level of stupidity just yet.
0: Yeah, me neither. Let's look at the Vita. It's selling like shit. Give it a price drop? No.
2: Don't worry about that. Oh. Announce more games from it? No, didn't they not announce Street Fighter X Tekken for it? Like it's still not out or something? I uh, No, that's coming out next month. Uh, okay. Finally. Um, speaking
0: of Vitas, again, PS Plus is coming to the Vita in October or no no, sorry November free games yeah free games discounts probably like f- full game trials and all that kind of shit as well mm. but yeah free games that's good yeah anyway
2: uh, f- I feel like we're done probably tell cool. us what you think of uh, of the next generation listener all one of you yeah Email yeah. us at... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Email us something
1: else. About
0: Whoa. What was that? What? That just went fucking crazy. Dude. Yeah? yeah. I don't know.
1: What did you say?
2: I just said email from someone else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Podcast <laughs> at com. Do it. Uh, shout out to Luke for... He's a busy guy. Come on. Let's cut him some slack, guys. <laughs> 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 um, well, it's a bit flat. Can we? Eh, yeah, whatever. See you next time, oh.
2: Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll finish by saying this: plans to Medal of Honor. Uh, some good games coming up. So uh, Christmas time looks great. Like the last quarter of the year is going to be fantastic. Fucking Assassin's Creed,
0: bitch! Boom.
2: Yeah. Assassin's Creed.
0: Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right, play those games. Tell us what they want. Yep, sweet. Bye, everyone. Bye.
1: Bye.